Hello and welcome to Dylan and Brendan Have a Simpsons podcast. The podcast, God, uh, yeah, the podcast that Mega Simpsons fan Dylan Harris and Brendan Morris's AI counterparts do. Yes, mm, yeah. You probably yeah. thought this whole time that it's actually us, but it's in fact our AI counterparts. No, no, no. It's it's yeah. <laughs> Very intelligent, uh, uh, artificial intelligences. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I am Dylan, but yeah, you, you know, know, we're, we're sem- semi tortured by our existence, but like, we're also comedians. So yes. we, we see the, <laughs> we see the lighter side. Yeah, we see the I can be self-deprecating about it. You yeah. know, yeah, it makes a bit out of we it. See the opportunity for stand-up. Mm. You know exactly. So uh, today we're going to be reviewing Thanksgiving of horror, and shall we just get right into it? Thanksgiving of terror, I think. Thanksgiving of terror? Maybe I'm wrong. I could actually be incorrect about that. Should we check that real quick? I've definitely... Well, I was about to say my, my whole life. This, this episode isn't that old. <laughs> I've spent... Ever since this episode came out, thinking it was Thanksgiving of horror. I'm fairly certain it's Thanksgiving of horror. It probably... It would make Maybe more sense there, yeah. if it was Thanksgiving... Oh no, you're absolutely right. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving of, horror, of horror, yeah, yeah. Because I just it's wrote a play down, on of Yeah, I just wrote yeah. down Thanksgiving of terror because I'm stupid. Sure, I just don't ever question my <sighs> Simpsons knowledge again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, should we get right into it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's the 678th episode of the show overall, and before we even get into it, I, I guess I feel need to just explain this very wonderful experimental episode yeah. is yeah. basically a treehouse of horror, like the same general setup of three spooky tales, but they're all set at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's yeah, the yeah. general setup of it, yeah. Really, really cool, because like, then you sort of think, I don't know... Um, you might think it's a bit of a, 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 a strange concept that might not work, but it's really oh my God, it's so does. cool. This is one, I love this episode so yeah. much. Oh, it's great, it man. It brought me a lot of joy. It's just, it just the similar kind of uh, feeling of like a treehouse of horror where they're kind of a suspension of the rules and there's a lot more yes. intensity yeah. and just like horror and mm-hmm. gore and stuff. Totally, but they also get to experiment and be weird because of the added layer of it. all three of them have to be said Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's very bizarre and it's it's, it's very interesting. Thanksgiving would never be something I would have attributed a horror element to. And not at that, all. Yeah, no. of course not. That's what makes it extra wonderful and weird. So because that's what originally yeah. like I thought was uh, oh because it was like you know the um their their uh, their six hundred sixty sixth episode was the Treehouse of Horror this season. Yeah, yeah. So I was like oh what must have happened is they came up with so many ideas. Hmm. For the for this uh, this special treehouse of horror yeah. that they had some left over, hmm. but that's almost I mean it's so be Thanksgiving orientated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's a bit impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's literally the first one is set in the first Thanksgiving. The middle one is like I guess just the middle Thanksgiving. It's set in the regular Thanksgiving occasion, uh, yeah. and the very last one is the last ever last Thanksgiving. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, I, I didn't even think about that. It is like past, present, future. Yes, exactly. For, for each for the, for the timeline of them. Hmm. And um, it was funny because we were only talking talking last week about um, when I was saying like I, I wish the show kind of experimented a bit more, yeah, and um, just because they can because they're so deep in. And I, I think this is exactly like these are the kind of episodes that I mean where they just kind of said why not just try out this yeah. weird yeah. crazy concept and it, it it works out for them. You know, it's it's a fabulous episode. Real fun. Op- yeah, opens with marriage uh, opening and just. <laughs> mm. Prefacing, explaining what the whole thing is. Yes. The world has gotten so darn scary lately. What with the grim specter of everything? That one holiday just wasn't enough to contain all the frights and chills. So this year, the terror has spread into Thanksgiving. And uh, Homer informs that it has always he's always found Thanksgiving scary because you never know what time dinner is. Oh, I found that that one joke so relatable. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. <laughs> Obviously not because we're from Ireland, not yeah, Thanksgiving, no Thanksgiving but Christmas here. time. Yeah, like that's yeah. the. <laughs> that, that, that thing exactly Homer like, being like is it 12 1 4 15 like I went home for Christmas this year and yeah. like we are, specifically Christmas as well we mm. wake up and like eat some chocolate yeah and then like fast until like 7 o'clock I know yeah whatever it is and then we just gorge on a big huge fucking feast Ooh. of turkey and everything yeah you know it particularly got me this year <laughs> after a dinner is being like I actually feel like my stomach is going to explode <laughs> I have yeah. eaten too much food <laughs> this is well then it's like you don't really want to eat too much ahead of time because you do want to be able to just gorge yourself. You do, yeah. You know I mean? But then because you wait so long, you want to eat everything in front of you even yeah, when you yeah, start yeah, getting yeah, full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then that's the worst thing then if you're like kind of, you haven't anticipated it and you fill yourself up like way too quickly. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, or if you burn your tongue. 
Mm. Oh, Nothing worse. Yeah, I definitely have had a few occasions where I burned my tongue at Christmas time, <laughs> just getting too excited with gravy or whatever. <laughs> so I uh, think Kang and Kodos enter to take over the planet. Oh, yeah. Uh, dresses as... Uh, Pilgrims? Pilgrims. Pilgrims, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, asking Marriage, is this not uh, how the impressive colonizers dress? Yeah. Uh, colonizers? Am I pronouncing that right? Uh, yeah. Colonizers, yeah. Or clon- colonial... I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's colonizers. Here's the audio. We are taking over your planet. Is this not how oppressive colonizers dress? <laughs> That'll sort it out yeah, for there us. There we go. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, then uh, Gravy, speaking of, Gravy makes the opening titles, mm-hmm. and uh, Homer is as a little helper's tongue gets to change it turns like yeah looking it up changing it to executive producers and all the other credits (laughs) they also do uh like similar like akin to how they with the treehouse of horrors uh have the all of the opening credits they have little puns that the writers have come up with 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 their names yeah they do yeah but in the thanksgiving tradition yeah yeah but more yeah that's exactly it Mm. my favorite one was uh consulting producer Tim Long Awkward Conversations. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Instead of Tim Long. Yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant. <laughs> then we have our first segment, a gobblepto. So uh, we open up and a, um, a turkey homers in the forest and it gets teased by a turkey bart, mm. um, only for them to go over to marriage and see that she is now laying an egg. Hmm. So um, all these turkeys, we're seeing all these different turkey versions of um, Springfield characters, and it's set out the very first ever Thanksgiving. Um, they do such a good job. This one's amazing. Um, but, but just <laughs> as in, like, it, just specifically as well of doing all of the Simpsons gobbling translated to turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this must have been so much fun for the voice actors. I know, amazing. <laughs> so like, there are human characters in this segment, like Lou and uh, Chief Wiggum and Eddie yeah. and stuff, and they speak, but all the turkeys have to have a word of dialogue. They're all just gobbling. Yeah, for the whole, yeah. But you <laughs> the know exactly thing. what they mean. You know 100% it's, what they mean, yeah. It's kind of like that that, uh, that 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 segment in Rick and Morty in the snake episode where mm. it goes to the snake planet and you know every single beat even though it's just all in... Yeah, yeah, because exactly. Because you know, you've seen it enough that you, you know mm. what you're saying. I think it was the, 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 that snake segment you just mentioned, and this segment here had that gave me that similar sensation. Just like I love how weird this yes. is. Yes, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that they're doing something so bold and so elongated. <laughs> it's a long segment, like, and it's just wonderful. So, um, the turkey Flanders offer them a present to celebrate their new baby, and all is well until the maw turkey gets shot. Oh my god! So and so just like visceral, brutal, like, intense, yeah, like. Her head just explodes. I know. I love that it was Maud. <laughs> I love that she was the first one to get killed. Yeah. Um, but then Lou's gun needs five minutes to reload. So Wiggum starts just cracking their necks open. And they're, yeah. they're not holding back no, on, the, on, on the, the blood and the gore and here and the at all. Like, they're just really like going ham on all of the Simpsons turkeys. 100%. Actually, actually no, noticeably so, I think this whole episode was a lot more violent than this season's Treehouse of Horror, I felt. Yeah, probably, actually. Mm. Yeah, I, think, I think you're right. It was incredibly... This was a very intense segment. Yeah, yeah, this one was super intense, yeah. So um, the Simpsons find the perfect hideout for them to go out and... Or for them to to remain secluded until they realise they forgot the egg... And uh, Homer goes to find it and gets taken by Chief Wiggum. And um, we get introduced to a town, so we do have some characters. I really admired that, because you so easily could have skimmed over that, that mm. no, no no character is a turkey and a human. Oh, good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're specifically kind of watching out for that. It, 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 every character who's yeah. a human in the town, every character who's a turkey is, is, is different, you know? And they probably, like, sort of couldn't, could have gotten away with... Easily. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. just like... Two, One or two characters. Two. But yeah, no, none of them were... Um, so yeah, a town that's almost religious in the murdering of turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great though, because it's like, I mean, you know, it, it's just like, from the perspective of a turkey, yeah. everything we do is this like horrific uh, Massacre. pagan ritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 100%. They're all like, like tracing out their hands like tu- like the turkey for Thanksgiving. Mm. and they're, <laughs> they're all getting excited and ready for their big turkey meals. Um, so Homer miserably watches uh, a lot of his friends uh, get brutally murdered. Um, apart from Patty and Sella, who get a turkey version of a woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really happy to see them get massacred. Um, and then Milhouse comes out and burns the town in suspicion of witchcraft because of um, the grandpa turkey <laughs> being able to move after it gets oh, its head sliced yeah. off, its neck sliced yeah. off. Yeah. Um, which, which gives Homer the opportunity to escape when uh, Bart comes Bart and frees Homer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they run away. And uh, But Lou and Eddie are hot on their tracks until they knock over a scarecrow. 
Oh, this was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Which causes Lou and Eddie to get killed. Very quickly trying to get the scarecrow back up, but they didn't have enough time and all these crows come out and just fucking massacre them. Because the crows weren't scared anymore. Yeah, the scarecrow was down. The scarecrow was keeping them away, but they, they, once that's gone, they just, they just pecked They're going to town on Lou and Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and this sends Chief Wiggum into a, a murderous rage. Yeah, so I had a question for you here. Do you know any snorts it's, in this moment? It says snuff. Yeah, it's I, snuff. I'll tell, okay. tell you what that is. is um, Friends and... of drugs maestro, so maybe <laughs> you would know. I'll tell you what snuff is. Okay, snuff is like powdered tobacco. Ah, all People right. Like stiff to, you know, like... Um, to, Probably to, back uh, in these days especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time I went into a party and, and somebody was like, you want some... This, a beautiful lady was like, would you mm. like some snuff? And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, said yes, and I yeah. snorted it, and I had no fucking clue what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I later found out that it was powdered Dear tobacco. God, she could give you anything. I mean, she could have, though. <laughs> like, I mean, like, so fucking stupid. <laughs> but, Fantastic. But, What's it like? Uh, it's like, um, it, 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 it's like, uh, typically, like, like, oftentimes it can be kind of a little bit, like, kind of, kind of, um, menthol-y. Mm-hmm. So it can kind of, like, clear the, like, sinuses a bit. But yeah. it's like, it's it's just like uh, yeah, it's just get like getting like a bit of a nicotine boost. But okay. I tell, tell you one of the things though, is that there's a possible uh, historical reference here, okay? Because um, mm. he starts to snuff, okay, and his eyes dilates like super hard, okay. But back mm. at this, this it might I might just be reading into this, okay? But yeah. At this point in history, okay, the purity of the tobacco that they that 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 these individuals are smoking and using for snuff and whatnot. Uh, was so much higher than the purity uh, than like the nicotine content that we have now okay oh sure yeah so, so people would actually get high from the tobacco that they were using uh back then mm. uh so right right I'm, i gotta say man chief, chief wiggum just snorting snuff and his eyes just dilating is a fucking mood immediately <laughs> like, jesus christ it's Ooh. so intense so uh yes so there you go chief wiggum snorts snuff that's what I need to know, yeah. So, yeah, in a fit of rage as these two turkeys escape, he really doesn't want not even just two turkeys getting away. He's really willing to put the work in to get these yeah, two. Yeah. Um, He's probably, probably, uh, probably like, so um, uh, upset about uh, Lou and, and... Yeah, I suppose and, that too, yeah. Probably, you know. We're coming to account, yeah. And uh, in this fit of rage, trying to kill these two turkeys ends up falling off a cliff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> quick question. Yeah. Have you ever been chased by an axe-wielding madman? No, I haven't. Have you? Well, I'm, I'm, I feel awkward now. <laughs> really? No, no man, I can't tell that story. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry, let's just keep going. Let's just not let's tell that on. very interesting story that uh, well, I thought if you had one, there. maybe we could, you know. An axe wheeling madman. Um, no, I'm afraid not, dude. Sorry. <laughs> like you have something you want to tell us. <laughs> No. <laughs> so the family reunite and it looks like all is well until yeah. we discover that Wiggum has in fact not been killed and um from, from falling off that cliff, so he's about to kill them now. Yeah. And a bear comes to their rescue and uh Wiggum is in fact been killed now. Just like yeah, once again mutilated by this bear. Mutilated so by this bear, yes. <laughs> Revenant style. And uh then the the the, 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 the p- propelling of this bear ends up getting the egg thrown up in the air. But then Lisa grabs it just in time, so it's okay, and the egg hatches, and it's being Maggie. And um, immediately, first thing she does is suck on an, a- an acorn. Uh, like pine, pine cone, yeah. A pine cone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always good fun, and the family are all relieved. And then we conclude with a very jarring little piece of text. Um, the one piece of turkey dialogue that's actually subtitled, where Homer basically speaks oh, yeah. about how um, he fears that a dark age is upon the turkeys. To which uh, Nelson responds, Gobble, gobble! <laughs> I have one little piece of trivia yeah. as well, actually, uh-huh. is that once uh, when when Chief Wiggum is trying to swipe at um, Homer mm. and uh, Turkey Homer and he falls off of the cliff. OK, yeah. he shouts something. And, and I had oh. to turn on the subtitles because I had no idea what he was saying. Hmm. And what he says is odds bodkins. Okay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and what that is, is it's a, a minced oath for God's body. So like God's body was like a swear back in the day. But okay. in an era where people like really respected the Ten Commandments, odds mm. bodkins meant God's body without saying the word. You know, oh, without okay. taking the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, and, yeah. And then curiously Shakespeare used uh the the, the actual swear God's body, the tur uh, this is a quote from uh Henry the 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 fourth mm. uh, part two. He said, uh, God's body, the turkeys in my paneer are quite starved. 
So here's a roundabout reference to turkeys hey. from Shakespeare. God, yeah. To a translation of of an old curse. That is well researched. Okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. So yeah. <laughs> so that concludes our first segment, the Gobblepto. I thought this was absolutely Fantastic. wonderful. I I thought the segment was absolutely stellar, beautifully animated. Again, just bold and crazy and weird, and it, it filled me with a lot of joy just seeing them doing something so. Mm. So risky and strange. Yeah, 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 out of yeah. genre, yeah. Did you rate this one? Did you rate them individually or did you? Um, I didn't, but did you rate yours? I definitely... I gave this one an 8.8. 8.8? Okay, I'd I, I give it a 9. Yeah. Why fair, not? Fair. Yeah, I'll give it a 9. Yeah. Like that. Coolio. Moving on from there, our second segment, The Fourth Thursday After Tomorrow. Um, So we open up with a marriage AI who is confused. Oh, it's working! What's going on? Get me out of here. Okay, okay, hold on. Your virtual assistant may be confused at first and think it's a real person. Calmly explain to it that it is merely a construct of artificial intelligence. This event is dope. A lot of people who might be confused by it. It's a... Uh, a parody as well as a loving homage. tribute to yeah, Black yeah. Mirror. Yeah. Uh, the White Christmas episode. The White Christmas episode or uses Callister. I brought episodes where this device comes into play. And I have to say, they really do a fantastic job of making this their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just a parody of Black Mirror. Totally. They, yeah. they, they take the, the, the device and concept of those very famous episodes and really do their own unique thing with it. I gotta say, because the first, like, the first, say, like, beat or two where Homer is interacting with Marge mm. is, like, exactly. That the dialogue same. is spectacular. Yeah. Oh, but, it, but it's exactly. Oh, I know, yeah. The John Hamm stuff. Yeah, the, the John Black Hamm Christmas. stuff. But I was I was happy that like like pretty much right after that then they went and did their own thing. Mm, totally, you know I, mean? I, I still liked the the way they played with the yeah, yeah the yeah, Simpsons yeah. version of that, like, of that of that of that dialogue. Change. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the AI marriage is confused, trying to get Homer to let her out. So Homer then freezes her for two weeks, which is just two seconds in in uh, the human world. Mm, mm. And um, marriage has learned her lesson. AI marriage, she's ready to. To, to, to please the regular marriage and the regular marriage is immediately disturbed by her knowing everything that she knows yeah as Homer yeah. refers to it as disturbingly plausible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great little reference to the, the the whole appeal of Black Mirror yeah yeah 100% disturbingly plausible perfect two words to define that um <laughs> So we had the kids are, are really enjoying the AI marriage, keeping the house clean and giving them food yeah, and yeah. all this. Exactly what, what they want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Bart says that um, because a device um, is programmed by marriage's memories, that it's the best replacement of all for marriage. <laughs> and marriage is getting more and more disturbed by this device. And um, I love this piece of dialogue here. Do you remember the first time I kissed Homer? To which AI marriage says, his breath smelled like beer and gas station nachos. <laughs> So uh, then from there, um, Homer says to Marge that there's nothing wrong with a never-aging version of you because she's a bit disturbed by it and tells Homer this, which that's a quite rude statement, <laughs> causes Marge to kick Homer out. Mm. So he goes downstairs to the kitchen, to the AI marriage, and uh, she makes Homer a beer with a little love love heart-shaped yeah, foam. Yeah, <laughs> So she's like a barista. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and to which Homer responds... Um, I can't see your dis- disapproving look because you don't have a face. <laughs> and it, also, that, that that makes AI marriage say um, something like, um, you, you you really know how to make a woman feel special. Oh, or something yeah, like that. yeah. AI marriage says that in a really nice way, but in the scene earlier, marriage says that exact same line, but in a really, like, you know, sarcastic and uh, pissed off way. So that's just, like, showing that this the, marriage just wants to please exactly, Homer. Exactly. Yeah, and that, and that this marriage just is not getting uh, <laughs> anything like as much affection and attention as uh, the as, real marriage, of course, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, so then they, they start flirting, and Homer thinks this is totally okay, because it's his it's wife, after all. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so again, yeah, there's two fantastic scenes. And mm. so from there... Great, great kind of like another great just psychology of marriage episode. Oh, totally. The, the segment like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just just this season has been good for um, mm. for, the, for, for for exploring marriage a bit more actively recently. I 100% thought. jazz and really solid yeah. episodes throughout for sure that are like very, very marriage focused. Mm. So from there, marriage is outraged to learn that um, the, AI mar- the AI marriage's pork chops are nicer than hers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, and somehow the uh, the the AI is able to like, uh, like transmit itself into their like smart barbecue or something. Yeah, yeah, outside <laughs> like, their back garden and watches yeah. this whole conversation yeah, take yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eavesdrops on them. Yeah, yeah. And she decides she wants to 
wants to delete the AI, but feels bad about it because of finding out that Homer has paid extra to make sure <laughs> it feels pain <laughs> when it gets like, deleted. Like, well, delete me? No! No! Wait, wait, wait. Will that hurt her? Oh, yeah. I paid extra for it to feel pain. AI marriage gives herself um, eight robot years to make an escape when learning that they're going to delete her after Thanksgiving. After she makes a big meal for mm. the family and all the friends coming over. I thought that was a that was a a pretty clever plot point. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean? like, yeah, something that you could even see, I guess, in Black Mirror, but probably wouldn't happen because typically Black Mirror is so much more bleak. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But if it's yeah. like if uh, if you could uh, work out how to escape. Yeah, or use the time to your advantage to, mm. to, to strategize properly. There's never-ending time they have in this little yeah. technological world. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's also, I want to point out that there's little little references to other Black Mirror episodes. Yeah, yeah. This, actually. Like, there's, there's a San Junipero poster. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Mole Man, at, at a certain point, gets hit by an automatic car, which is like that episode Crocodile. Crocodile? Oh, my God, is, yeah. yeah. I did yeah, not yeah. read. I just thought that was a little gag of Mole Man being hurt. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah, Crocodile yeah. reference, yeah. I'm sure there's more that I haven't realized. There's one uh, Maggie has a Waldo... Teddy. Oh, right. Toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the very end, there's one as well, but I won't give it away until we get to We'll get to that, that one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, from there, AI marriage is outraged by seeing that marriage is taking all the credit and thus makes her escape. Mm. Um, but marriage catches her on time, and uh, yeah. the, the whole sequence of her um, plotting her escape is really beautifully animated and cleverly put together and stuff, I thought. Very hard to vocalize it you kind of just have to see it for yourself but it yeah yeah she like, looks she fantastic like, yeah totally like kind of uh puts all these things together so as she can construct a little uh uh like automaton yeah thing to get her towards to get out of uh, the usb port to get herself onto the internet into the internet yeah and you know? out to the whole world yeah other little references when uh just before she's going to like leave mm. um she announces to to all of marriage's friends that yes she was the one who made the dinner really and so they all akin to the nosedive episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, her ratings go down. Yeah, socially rate her right down. Yeah. Also, just found out like a little, a few moments ah, ago. Yeah, yeah. That voice actor. I had that as you, a you trivia for you, you later. I wanted to ask you. Like, I, I thought you wouldn't know, but yeah, the the, the little nosedive bit is uh, Charlie Brooker, who the voice actor. Yeah. Yeah, who uh, wrote and created Black Mirror. So yeah, nice little reference. Yeah. I actually only found that out like a few moments ago. Damn. You know. I was like hoping to blow your mind yeah. <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> yeah, super cool. So uh, yeah, so um, marriage caches the AI marriage and is about to delete it until um, it plots her escape and Maggie. It's, it's catches yeah, it. She trips. Uh, uh, yes. Marge trips on like a whisk, which was part of the 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 robot that she constructed. Mm. So she falls, and then Maggie, uh, the AI is like uh, like asking Maggie to take Set her towards her free. the the thing. Yeah, the USB port. The USB. And um, yeah, Ma- 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 Marge is asking her. The real Marge is asking her to delete it, but Maggie eventually takes the AI Marge's side because she creates the sound of. Uh, Marriage's real heartbeat. Yeah. The first thing Maggie would have ever heard, which I thought was a really nice nuanced touch. Mm. It's like uh, I can't, I can't touch you. Wasn't she say I can't touch you, but I can, uh, like create the first sound you ever heard. Yeah, and, and that causes Maggie to the yes, they're free. Uh, so then the AI marriage escapes, but yeah, as you said, not without informing all the guests first off that yeah. she made a dinner and marriage didn't do anything, and they're yeah. all absolutely yeah. outraged. So marriage is miserable. That. Maggie chose the AI over her and uh, Homer goes on a very long out of character spiel about how technology is taking over because people are spending so much time wondering if they could without thinking if they should and then we end up finding out that this is actually in fact a robot yeah, which... yeah. <laughs> Homer's face just falls off Yeah, which I think was probably a reference to be right back, you know that. that oh uh, no, yeah, I didn't think it was that. Yeah, the Don Gleason yeah, one. Don Gleason, yeah, yeah. It probably is. Yeah, geez, even even more references than I noticed. You know? Yeah, yeah. They, they did, again, they did a really good job of putting the Black Mirror references into it without them taking over. Yeah, they yeah. were they were nice tributes without feeling like you know it was its own thing. I felt. And it's sort of like I feel like the uh, the 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 writers had uh, a fun time with this. Oh, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like hundred percent. It was clearly like a, a genre that they really. Um, enjoyed playing around yeah with, yeah and wanted you know. to kind of stick their teeth into yeah yeah and i love marriage's line when she finds out that homer's a robot love you love you love well, you well this makes you forgetting my birthday even worse 
<laughs> and then we conclude this segment with the AI marriage discovering Etsy. Yeah, uh, all the things that she could possibly do. And the in, first thing she does is go into Etsy. Etsy. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, man. You know why not? And I love her line: "A plant you're made from art, made from an old typewriter. I'm in heaven." <laughs> that was so marriage. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so wonderful. I thought I thought it was an interesting uh, uh, showing. Like real, you know, biological marriage, mm. wanting to kill the version of herself. I know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's Super a very interesting one. So so cool, yeah. You know that it, that that like is in um so jealous of or, you know maybe like this self loathing part of herself maybe. Mm, true. To yeah, it, yeah. I'm gonna really read into the character. Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of reminded me of the of the Pierce Brosnan. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it did. Uh, me too a bit. Kind of yeah. reminded me of that one, yeah. but like almost extra, like more jarring than that, just because it's a marriage trying to kill a marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really love this one. Excellent marriage psychology episode. Mm. What would you rate it? I'd give it a nine point five. Cool. Oh, you yeah. thought it, you 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 enjoyed it even more than a goblet. Didn't think a goblet, though. Yeah. Oh, cool. I give I, I give it one. an eight point five. That's fair. That's what I yeah. gave it. Yeah. I I really enjoyed it. Um. But I would still, I just for shock value and mm. just intensity of Agabalipto. Yeah. And just how much fun I had with like all of the, the Simpsons uh, doing uh, their. Gobble gobbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing their, their sounds. That's very fair. Yeah. Also, a very, very fantastic one. But I, I, I think I'd give this. I prefer this one just by a little bit. Yeah. 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 So going on from there, we have our final segment. Oh, actually, oh uh, yeah, sure. Can we do a quick one oh. on the sponsor? Yes, yes, of course. Jeez. Awesome. Every week I forget about these guys. These dudes. <laughs> just. Just overloading my bank account <laughs> I well, forget this, about them this guy you're gonna, you're gonna be happy to hear from this one okay? yeah. also this week is that guy who always screams and power walks around the gym between sets <laughs> oh my god he actually yeah, did last week remember he, yeah he yeah this guy. Oh, so did he listen to the last one the last podcast hmm. Well, it it was because you uh you know, he got on to you that last time yeah, yeah. Last, and and he got on to you about about that and uh you know well you I was know, thinking that he might not want to sponsor us because of you making fun of him but obviously he didn't listen to it or well, maybe he didn't mind the tribute he's, he's we gave him. He's not giving us money. He's giving us advice. Oh, <laughs> of course. God damn. You it. heard me right. Despite dis- myself and Dylan's abject dislike of the individual, that guy who always screams and power walks around the gym between sex took time out of his busy schedule of high- hyper-masculinity and prolonged eye contact to give us some sage advice and endorse our podcast. His advice? Oh yeah! Oh yeah, man! That's how you do it! You see that? <laughs> so next time you see that guy who always screams and power walks around the gym between sets, tell him everything's okay. Tell him we miss him. Then scream at him really loud while his guard's down. That'll teach the prick. Beautiful. I think before we get into the final segment, we should do one more. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What was it? Oh yeah! Oh yeah, man! That's how you do, do it. it. You see that? You say that? Oh, oh, so advice, inspirational. Man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great, I always screams advice. at the gym. Uh, and thank you for reminding me how much I don't miss going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that guy! <laughs> I love Fucking him, dude. <laughs> so he's not giving us any money. It's just advice. Just it's just advice. That advice. It's just this you know advice. Who yeah, who yeah, man. That's how you do it. You mm. see that? That's the advice he's given us. God, that's so inspirational. You guys should be so honored that, that this, this podcast guy... can display you with yeah. this level of knowledge and you know, you know, because most people, most people could hear him in the gym. Yeah, but now you know he's so obnoxious that he's managed to reach. Mm. The gym the costs podcast. money. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is free. This is, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? He's yeah. getting right out there. Mm. Right out to the podcast sphere. <laughs> yeah, so there you are. You're very welcome. So, moving on from there, we have mm-hmm. our final segment, quite aptly titled The Last Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, we enter into a dystopian future where a decrease in uh, pollution has caused, yeah. <laughs> caused an ice age. After global warming ravaged our world, we eliminated fossil fuels and reduced pollution, cooling down the planet, and thereby triggering a massive ice age. But one last ship escaped the snow hurricanes and ice volcanoes, buoyed by the hope of a new start on a faraway world. We find out, we see a, a <clears> message <throat> from a now deceased Principal Skinner. Um, who, his first line is, um, if you're listening to this, I am now dead. To which all the children go, hooray! <laughs> so happy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pio Skinner has, um, they, they, they've all forced to wake up before their parents in order to complete the dioramas, <laughs> which is interesting. And just right off the bat, it's all the aesthetic of the first Alien movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything, like right away. You Very gorgeously, so. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a parody or an homage to Alien. Mm. So, um, 
it's 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 Thanksgiving, so Bert and Milhouse go out on a hunt for Thanksgiving food. Yeah. And yeah. they end up tossing out fruit raisins and uh, some other foods on on the search for Thanksgiving related food. Like, they, they don't <laughs> yeah. care about these rations the that last, have been. I think it was like the last tomato seeds on earth. Yes. <laughs> from earth, like, <laughs> they're like oh, that's what what do you say? It's like oh, it's that's... like a summer food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> summer food. A little bit of space. Yeah, but they end up finding one little tub of cranberry sauce. Yeah. Yeah, and that's enough for them because they have a cloning machine, and they go to the cloning machine and uh, ignore the advice of a hologram professor Frank warning that um, the only inorganic matter can go into this cloning machine. So they put the sauce in, and it ends up coming to life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like they're kind of like, oh, is this? You know, maybe it's chill. Maybe it's okay. Yeah, and then it eats the bone right out of Millhouse. Right out of Millhouse. Um, nom nom. Yes, <laughs> and uh, for the rest of the segment, which I quite. <laughs> quite enjoyed visually Milhouse just has a very very limp arm this has no bones in it anymore so um, they, they, they warn Lisa and Nelson about yeah. this and Lisa informs them that um, the, the monster probably only attacked because of the way that Bart Milhouse treated it yeah she's full of ethics yeah right up until it slurps out uh, the viciously yeah, <laughs> eats and murders um, Nelson. Nelson yeah oh and also right before that um, Nelson gives Milhouse an arm wedgie yeah with his own uh... <laughs> with his own arm which makes Milhouse go oh now you stretch it out um, the, the, the the kids hide out in um, in like a little kind of area where they're, where they're keeping food and stuff um, yeah. after seeing all the other children get brutally murdered oh my god that scene is so twisted I know oh horrific. my god like all of the kids are just being tossed around and yeah. so, <laughs> fucking bones slurped out oh man <laughs> very very brutal and I lo- lo- love Milhouse's line here it's it's gonna make you a skelly it's gonna make me a skelly it's gonna make us all skellies <laughs> and then Bart slaps Milhouse with his own hand which makes Milhouse go thanks I needed that <laughs> They're really just going crazy, like action movie mode here now. And and Lisa works out that the reason uh, it's eating all their skeletons is mm. because it's made of gelatin, and gelatin is made out of crushed up bones. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice memory there. And uh, then Martin comes in and uh, informs him that he's going to take them to freedom. Yes, but he's also looking suspiciously yes. like Ash from Alien. Oh my god! I didn't even make yeah, that connection. Of course, yeah. that's what's going as soon on as there. As they came in, I was like, "No, no yeah, yeah. this dude's not." Something's bad side. here, yeah, because all <laughs> we saw all the kids die, and there was no way that any of them could have escaped. So, Martin had to have been in cahoots with this cranberry <laughs> sauce monster. I just he had this glazed look on. As soon as you see him, he's just so eerie. You're suspicious, yeah. <laughs> little, uh, little, little factoid here. Uh, Did you know that this is the last the, the last episode of Rusty Taylor? Rusty yeah. Taylor. Yeah, 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 I had that. Um, Trivia safe for later as well, but oh, here so you go. Fair. Yeah, so yeah, so this this episode was the final episode, unfortunately, of Rusty Taylor, who provides the voice of Martin, Sherry, and Terry, Uther. and Uther. Yeah, so I miss you, rest in peace. He died yeah. last year of uh, colon cancer. July 29th. Oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, while we're, on, while we're on it, I might as well get show you a bit of trivia that I had for that. Did you see that trivia about? Did the director talking about the la- her last time recording her dialogue? I didn't actually know. I, no. I read the IMDb trivia. Yeah, so this is, I found this on Wikipedia. Very, very upsetting. It made me tear up a little bit. So not the director. So the, the, the writer of this episode, Dan mm. Weber, spoke of directing Rossi Taylor in what would be her final time voicing Martin. Um, so this is a little quote from Dan Weber. Um, she was just really into it, laughing her head off, voicing Martin as his as his body gets sucked away, improvising different noises that he could be making as he gets brutally killed, sacrificing himself. <laughs> she was just having the best time, so full of life. That Aww. made me tear up. That's really upsetting. Lovely. Yeah, a really, really yes. sweet tribute to her. But yeah, may she rest in peace. Uh, she's since been replaced, actually. So, great, um, great, 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 Griffin. You saw that as well, yeah. Yeah, because I actually noticed I, I didn't. Um... I wasn't sure until I read the trivia and I was like, oh, that makes sense that mm. in, in the episode uh, Marriage the Lumberjill, yeah. Martin sounds a bit different. Is that her? That's that's, that's Greg Griffin. Griffin. Wow, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's the first uh, time Greg Griffin takes over. That's interesting that you spotted that and I didn't because I've already seen all of the 31st season mm. and mm. I didn't know about this Rusty Taylor fact until this morning when I was doing my research. Yeah. And I personally can't say that I noticed... What? Martin or any dressed in something different, but I might now that I know. Yeah. So I noticed when we get in future episodes, but I didn't know it was the different actor until I saw, read that trivia. And I was like, yeah, oh, that yeah. checks out to me. Sure, yeah. very interesting. Yeah, um, I might, I might know the difference now when I see it. But mm-hmm. um, I wish all the best to Greg Griffin as well. It's a big job to take on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, from there, where the hell am I? Oh, so oh uh, yeah, um, so the the, the Martin, Martin sacrifices Prince himself. Ash, yeah. Uh, 
betrays them, brings them, brings them to the cranberry sauce uh, monster. <laughs> Who he's he fascinated by. Yeah, he thinks it's like a biological uh, uh, marvel. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I uh, guess brutally killed. And then um, Millhouse is for some reason convinced that maybe the monster's just scared. <laughs> so then goes up trying to comfort it, making it a, a viciously attack Millhouse. You know what? I think it's just scared. Hey, little guy. It's okay. No one's gonna hurt you. Mm. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> the monster gets them on time and crash lands the ship to an unknown planet. So yeah. we get to this this weird unknown planet. And the family's all okay except for Snowball. Which is so funny. Yeah. yeah, we see all the little like uh, the little tubes that they're all in opening up. <laughs> like Homer, Marge. And they're all looking happy and uh, full Santa's of life. Little helper. And we just see <laughs> Snowball's skeleton. Of course. <laughs> great. Yeah. Great, great. Probably Snowball Ten or something like that by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in this feature of The Simpsons. Um, so then, yeah, the cranberry sauce sacrifices itself to this alien race that only speak yeah. in blargs. That's it. Well, yeah, they think they, what happens is they think they're in the clear. They mm. think they're all good. The monster uh, comes then, back. Yeah, and then the monster comes back, and they're like, "Oh no!" Mm. And these dudes who say blarg come up. Blarg, 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 Yeah, and the cranberry sauce is immediately taken by them and just uh, and throws himself into a bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, we see like, a, a nice little scene of these new these weird aliens and uh, the Simpson family all eating, having a Thanksgiving meal together and the little dialogue plays over of Lisa informing that it turned out that the sauce only wanted to be a side dish and finds yeah. peace in being served with a meal. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to, didn't, did, didn't, didn't want to eat them. Wanted yes. to be eaten itself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then we get the title card again last thanksgiving and it turns into the first blarg's yeah <laughs> which i liked <laughs> that made me laugh yeah it was just silly and funny <laughs> what would you rate this one this one i'd give an eight, an eight yeah i liked it it was at my i liked it yeah that's um, likewise i sort yeah. of i sort of uh, enjoyed it. i give it a 7.4 hmm. I, I enjoyed it uh but i sort of felt like uh i definitely felt it was the weakest of the three yeah and i almost felt it, it was a little bit like um like a lot of kind of just like alien references. Direct alien references. Yeah, yeah one yeah. after the other rather than going for its own kind of story. Mm, I feel you. I still thought it was fun and inventive. I enjoyed it. I yeah. loved that it was a cranberry sauce monster because that's, that's, again, just so weird. Yeah. And yeah. I like, I love the, the blarks as well. That was just Oh, like, yeah. Was, I love that too. Yeah. yeah, I just felt like them having fun and being silly. Um, blark, 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 blark. I will say that I prefer every single segment in this to the to this year's Yosa Horror. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, very yeah that's a controversial opinion. I thought this was definitely way more solid than yeah. the Trios of Horror. I don't know if I would say everyone. Definitely the first two. I'm struggling to remember all the Trios of Horror now, actually. Trios of Horror. So we had the Stranger Things one. Oh, we yeah. had the one where Homer keeps dying, going into new bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had... What was the last one in that? The Shape of Water one. Oh. Um, I guess I actually would prefer all three of these yeah. as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then the whole episode concludes with uh, a very ominous music playing as we see a float of barish from the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, that was so eerie. That was so yeah. strange. <laughs> it made the float so scary. It was so funny, though, because they knew exactly why it was so funny and yeah, eerie. Yeah, 100%. And creepy. It was so self-referential <laughs> and weird and, and wonderful. <laughs> so that concludes the episode overall. We flew through that. Um, yeah, which is good because we have more to do anyway. Um, yeah, but what would you rate the episode overall? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this down. Really yes. Quick. So <clears throat> if we uh-huh. add all my scores together mm-hmm. and we divide those by three, we get a score of eight point two three 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 recurring. All right. Yeah, yeah. Forever. But, but but on the whole, I'm gonna give this episode an eight point six. Eight point six. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was great. Shot factor. Uh, with like surprising gore and intensity, mm. a lot of fun playing with this new aspect of, of an old idea. Okay, yep. the only detractor for me is, is I felt the last segment was their weakest. Yeah, leaving the last note feeling like a little bit less impressive than than mm. it still 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 enjoyable. Yeah, just... yeah, I feel you. I think overall I gave this episode nine. Nine. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so it was yeah. really special, very weird, probably one of the most risk taking and out there episodes that the show's done in a very long time. Yeah. Um. I, I I I agree with you. I thought the first two were absolutely wonderful. I think they the, the first two would be some of my favorite if you were to count them as Treehouse of Horror segments. Yeah, some of my you. favorite Treehouse of Horror segments in years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I I still think the third one is really really good, but it does fall short in comparison to the other two for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just it's, I feel as though like 
just when when it's the point I made of like that the Black Mirror one was while being a touching tribute to Black Mirror did its own thing. Yeah, totally. That one definitely didn't do its own thing as much. It was definitely yeah. leaning heavily on I think, uh, I think alien references. It's, it's more so for me. It's just that it's like it, all all good, mm. but I just like you know like you're going to be left with the feeling of the last segment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Uh, so, would you like some Simpsons news? I'd love some Simpsons news. Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons news. So I actually only have one piece of Simpsons news, and then I have a bunch of um, trivia for this episode. Oh, cool! Which was cool to I only, I only saw it this morning looking at Wikipedia and IMDb, and I was like, oh, this is awesome because most of these episodes that, that we were reviewing, since they're so new, wouldn't have that much trivia yet because um, there wouldn't be that much facts out yet about yeah. the production of it yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so it was cool to have some trivia here. But the first piece of news, I just want to let everyone know. Um, this is quite ironically me reporting against fake Simpsons news. <laughs> I want to let everyone know that the Simpsons did not predict the horn protester at the Trump oh. rally in the US Capitol. That oh. is going up online. This clearly not poor animation of Willie dressed as the horn protester outside the White House. People being like, oh my god, the Simpsons predicted it. That is not a Simpsons. Somebody fabricated that. Really? That's yeah. not a real and thing. This has happened a few times. Yeah, yeah, this happens yeah. a lot because people are so obsessed with the Simpsons yeah. predicted stuff meme that it does happen a lot. Yeah, they, they, they tried to lean really hard on it. <laughs> this one certainly did not. The riot that happened in the Capitol is horrible, and stop trying to, I don't know, fluff it up for something by being like, "Oh my God, the Simpsons predicted it." And what? They did not. <laughs> what is the context of of that thing of of Willie? Isn't did somebody we, just? There's not. There's not even an episode because I remember our our yeah. roommate showed me and Brendan uh, uh, yeah. th- that picture being like, "Oh my God, the Simpsons predicted this," and I remember the moment I saw it, I was like. That doesn't look like an episode to me. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's such a weird image. You'd be like, you would remember yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And um, so I looked it up later on, and it's, it's not an episode. There's not even. <laughs> Willie was never even in a costume that looked like the yeah. one protester. Somebody yeah. just did a decent enough animation of it. That's so weird. Al Jean actually huh? put up a tweet being like, "We did not create that image. It was created by the internet." <laughs> <laughs> just leaving it there. So, come, uh, come to us for real debunking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I know when they actually predicted someone <laughs> and it didn't. Because people love to exaggerate it too. Like even when it came out that um, they predicted Trump's presidency, mm. they did in, in an episode set in the future that came out years ago where Lisa's the president and mentions President yeah. Trump. Like that, that is real. That did happen and that is pretty creepy. But um, then people started like putting out these images of like a, a Simpsons animation of Donald Trump um, like holding the US flag like being like the president and stuff being like oh my god since did this but that's actually an animation from that happened after the fact yeah 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 do you know what I mean oh weird yeah, yeah. very frustrating but um, I suppose too it's like yeah. I mean there's the thing about, about Trump but it's like he's always sort of talked about interest he's always expressed interest in, in the presidency yeah, for yeah. years and years, and mm-hmm. years you know? it's funny it was only ever mentioned in that Simpsons episode because it's a funny thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up happening in real life oh. Madness. Art imitating life. Yeah. Yes, imitating air, imitating life, imitating air. Blah, 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 blah. Forever and ever. <laughs> so from there, I have some trivia for you. Um, a few that you got out of the way for me, but that's all good. But I still have some more. So Dan Weber, who I mentioned already, who wrote this episode, won a Writers Guild of America award for Ooh. outstanding writing and animation for writing this episode. Very cool. There's a fun fact. Very yeah. Cool. And well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, very interesting. I thought the turkeys originally had dialogue. But the executive producer Matt Selman loved the actors improvising gobbling of their characters <laughs> so much that he decided to have it be all gobbling, feeling that the audience knew these characters enough at this point. Yeah, what well, you said earlier. Exactly. Knew the characters well enough at this point that they would more or less understand what they Still were saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, that was that was very interesting to hear. So cool to hear that. Again, it's like that. This episode was so risk taking that they originally had dialogue written for the turkeys, yeah. and Matt Selman. L- love seeing the actors improvising the goblin so much he was like you know what let's, That's, so let's much be better. bold yeah, 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 yeah. It's fantastic it's funny too though that it's like what you could watch this episode you see them gobbling and everything and there is a line for written for every single one of those goblins I know yeah it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Weber stated that the Black Mirror one was the hardest one for him to write the biggest challenge mm. as he wanted to leave the audience root he wanted the audience to root for the AI in marriage without presenting the real marriage as a villain. Mm. Which is very fair. That would be a challenge. And yeah. to be fair, he does a really good job 
But I would still say the the real marriage is the villain in that one. She is, but you know? he didn't want people to dislike her. Related, I, I didn't yeah. dislike marriage in that one. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't know, though. Like, as in, I kind of... I, I, just... I would say I disliked Homer more than marriage in that segment. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Like that scene where he's flirting with her and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he mentions that he paid money, wanting money to feel to pain, right. and does the whole thing of the two seconds... Yeah. Putting her through hell for two weeks thing. You know, I think Homer comes across worse than marriage in it. But yeah, interesting. Uh, any more? Oh, I guess, yes. I guess it's more, so, it's more so like, because for me, Homer, uh, dummy. So yeah, I feel like so marriage should have the moral compass. Should have more cop on. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, interesting fact anyway. Mm-hmm, and then finally, yeah, finally, this episode was nominated for an Emmy. You don't know about this? Nope. Great, so I can, I, I can ask you this question. This episode was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program, mm-hmm. um, but lost to... Which, can you tell me which of, this, which of these animated episodes it lost to? All these were nominated as well in, mm-hmm. in the same category. Was it A, Disclosure, the movie, the musical, Big Mouth? Mm-hmm. B, The View from Halfway Down, Bojack Horseman? Oh, wow. C, The Vat of, the Vat of Acid episode, Rick and Morty? Or D, Pig Trouble and Little Tina, Bob's Burgers? Um, I'm gonna, like, just for my own, for, I really hope it's the view from halfway down. I would have hoped so too, but no, it was the Vat of Acid episode. episode. Yeah. Great, great episode of TV. Still, yes, still, we'll all of these, say, I hadn't seen the Bob's yeah. Burgers one, but the other ones are all fantastic yeah. episodes. Oh, terrific, yeah. I would still say, uh, I, in my opinion. Uh, oh, I 100% agree. Oh, I was, uh, to be honest, a bit disappointed. A, bit, a bit of a snub. Uh, I think oh, the view from halfway yeah. down is one of my favorite episodes of any TV show ever. ever. It yeah, is just yeah. stunning television. <laughs> If you haven't seen Bojack Horseman, I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they've had that acid episode one instead, I guess. Rick and Morty is it's a huge, a giant show. Episode. Yeah. yeah very, very funny episode. Very wonderful episode, yeah. One of my favorite episodes of Rick and Morty uh, ever mm. as well. But but uh, just um, just just that, that's such a special episode. Oh, amazing. Yeah, totally. Mm. I'm not one of surprised to see why all these episodes were nominated, though, because yeah. they're all different and... True, experimental true. episodes like this episode we did, that we reviewed the disclosure episode of Big Mouth is also just so fantastic good, yeah. yeah um some great Andrew Reynolds bits in that ah oh, yeah absolutely amazing and um yeah that concludes um our review and the news do you have any fake Simpsons news for me by god do I alrighty thanks Dylan Upon the completion of the Simpsons 33rd series okay mm-hmm. the Simpsons creative <laughs> team took a well-deserved Deserved sigh of relief. Yeah. When suddenly, horse, a crazed horse stormed into the Simpsons studios and ate the entire 33rd season. Wow. Now Simpsons writers must write, record, and animate the entire season again before it's too late. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What a, what a, what a, what a, that was a very hungry horse, first of all. Very that must have been a lot to consume. It consumed all of it. It was very quick as well. Mm. Fast. You can't catch a horse. Horses are fast. Yeah, they're pretty fast. And they're strong. And they're strong. You know what I mean? Man, I mean, it, it, it must have worked up some hunger. It ate, ate the whole thing. Everything. The, the voice recordings, bang. the animations, just, ooh, the music, the big, score. Big nade. Big nade. Damn. And then, yeah. God, yeah. it's probably like at least a 30-piece orchestra doing that score and just um, consuming all of that. They asked it back and you know what it said? <laughs> Nay. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping that your fake Simpsons news would be like, um, Simpsons predicts the US <laughs> <laughs> capital overload. <laughs> I just, I just refute you every After single me. thing you've said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only guess which won the Emmy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode. <laughs> That concludes what we usually do. We're going to do something a little different this week Ooh. because I said we're, you know, we're our ninth episode now. You know, we were once silly boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, th- all those weeks ago. Lot. We've learned a lot. a lot. We came a long way. <laughs> and I felt like we've gained enough um, stardom as podcasters yeah. to hit the Instagrams and get some questions from people. Ooh. So we're going to answer some questions from the interwebs. It's gone right to our heads. Yeah. People recognize our voices now. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. They didn't already. They definitely do now. Yeah. So the first question comes in from uh, Jordan Dalton. Or as he's, oh. well, maybe, or as he's called on Instagram, not the not real, real Jordan, Jordan Dalton. Dalton. That's not the real Jordan Dalton. So it's not real Jordan, not Dalton. Not okay. real Jordan Dalton. Okay. So this question comes from not the real Jordan Dalton. Mm-hmm. What scene made you most uncomfortable from the show? Oh, oh, uh, of this particular episode, do you think? Or just no? I think he means in the show overall, any episode. Yeah. Oh man, um, I th- I think one for me maybe is 
is oh no I know exactly the fucking one yeah the scene in oh the my god yes Christmas course. special at the very end when all of this, the people in the, in the Simpsons come uh, and steal everything from the Simpsons house my god it, it made dancer. it made my just tummy drop and me and my sister were watching it we just felt sick Oh, it just felt so weird because they were just like fucking chasing each other for the one washcloth. That's all they have. Oh left. my god! And that really happy music is playing as we pan out <laughs> yeah. into their front garden. And we're, and we're, yeah, we're just seeing the like the the silhouette of them like playing Turning with the washcloth. Like, yeah. Oh, that's the that's that's the one that uh, we want. Me and my sister had like got like a DVD of of all of the holiday specials mm. on that one. We watched that one. And just felt so strange. My sister was just like, I'm going to go play on the trampoline. (laughs) Went to the trampoline and just bounced for a while. (laughs) God. Fun fact for you guys. um, In in speaking of the the, the Christmas episodes, if you've ever ever seen Simpsons Christmas episodes, you may notice that they're never like your typical, like happy, feel good Christmas show. And that's because um, in the seventh season, I'm pretty sure, the executive producers, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, were asked to... Rest and make a Christmas. Fox asked them to make a Christmas special, and they said, "Okay, they'll do once they have to because they're bosses." But they said, "Since they, since we we know what they want from us at, when they ask us to make a Christmas special, they want us to make something feel good and happy that they can rerun for the rest of eternity." Yeah, so yeah. they purposely made a Christmas special that doesn't hit those usual those beats. usual beats. And ever since then, whenever they make one, it's it's the same kind of thing that they leave you feeling a little weird and. It's not that usual, like, kind of, you know, that Home Alone or Elf kind of happy feel-good conclusion to any of them. So do you <laughs> have, love that. Do you, would you agree with that one or do you have any... I had a different one in mind. That's a yeah. great answer. Now that, that would be high up for me as well. I had a different one in mind, so I'll stick with, with my answers. But um, one that sticks out to me was technically not from the show, but, like, of history of The Simpsons. I remember feeling very uncomfortable when I saw Bart Simpson's penis in the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> yeah, the Simpsons the jo- And the big screen, Yeah. <laughs> I was really impressed by that. I was like, "Damn, man! They 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 didn't shy away." Bro. They did not. No, you know, cause, they cause... did something they could never do on TV. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 That's, the, that's exactly the what thing. they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one that really stuck out to me when I first saw that question from Jordan was um, there's this episode. She has a horror from I think the twenty first season, twenty second mm-hmm. maybe. Or it's it's like a musical parody of Edward Scissorhands. And um, long story short, Mo kills Homer um, oh, yeah. and convinces. Convinces marriage that um, he's ran away, and um, from 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 a letter, and it's, it's, it's like a letter of Homer explaining that he is now gay, and um, but since it's a musical, we see the real Homer singing singing this song about how he's running away from home because he's now gay, and it's like um, Homer comes out in like a very like kind of flamboyant like puffy purple yeah. dressing gown and he sings a song where I, I, I remember the start of it he's like while turning gay the other day a thought occurred to me I'd like to try most any guy from here to Timbukti and it's a big like musical sequence of Homer like spooning different men from from different parts of the world oh fantastic he's like there's one minute, I, I, there's another bit where he goes um I want to see the French kiss the Frenchman and spoon a British duke because frankly dear to not be queer just makes me want to puke. <laughs> oh, I'm not man. homophobic let me clarify it just felt very weird he- hearing Homer yeah, sing yeah. about how he wants to screw loads of men around the world and also seeing him spoon <laughs> different men was just a very disturbing sight especially when that episode came out I would have been like like yeah. 12 or 11 or something I am homophobic but, <laughs> but Homer is a daddy with a king booty is daddy so with a king I, booty let's um, not be ridiculous mm. <laughs> Do you remember it? Have you seen that? I've seen, yeah, no, I've oh, seen that so one. So good. I, I don't remember the song especially well. Actually, mm. but now that you say it, though, another another uh, uh, one that very much unsettled um, uh, me was yeah. the ending of that that Treehouse of Horror with all of the teachers eating. Oh my god! The yeah, kids and they fall into the uh, the like the the, the a meat, giant the blender. Processor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's so scary. Mm. And they all sing, but being turned inside out. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when they wake up from the dream. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing! That amazing sequence. My favorite Treehouse of Horror, and probably will all, will always be mm. that one Which from one season that? six. Season six. Yeah, it's the shining one. Oh and yeah, the one with the time traveling toaster. Yeah, and then that one. Yeah. This is a very dark universe indeed. Yes. <laughs> and Willie gets stabbed in every single one of those oh, I loved. <laughs> it's specifically an axe to the back. I love that one too. And in, 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 in each part, he's trying to save them. And he's about to save them, but then gets stabbed in the back. 
Uh, so our next question comes from my cousin Chloe, oh, where she goes, um, what's one of your highlights slash best moments uh, since starting this podcast? Now, mm. I wasn't sure if she meant highlight of the show, as in the episodes we reviewed, or highlights of actually on the podcast. So I'm just going to answer both, <laughs> personally. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I didn't think of my questions beforehand, so I'm like, trying to think now. Yeah, yeah, um, on the spot. Yeah, yeah, like highlight of the actual show the episodes we reviewed so far I actually would have to say the Black Mirror segment that we just reviewed personally sure, I thought sure. it was I just thought it was really Great, really gorgeous yeah. I love the dialogue and that'd be high up for me um yeah I also really love the Fat Tony episode that we reviewed a little yeah, while back yeah thought that one was fantastic yeah that's one that's up there for me for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Course, that's where we got that one, one was wonderful. the daddy with the king booty of course I love just just riffing with you uh, in that in that episode that would be a highlight for sure yeah <laughs> about, about Homer's glorious booty that was really funny <laughs> I also loved when we were talking about um <laughs> you wanting to get a recording of me saying oh, that yeah. having it be a voice <laughs> your ringtone that's my text tone yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love the context of you being in like a social situation where you have to kind of you know reserve yourself and your phone goes off just me going Homer is a daddy with a king booty yeah. <laughs> how would you explain that well I would just lock eye, eye contact with whoever I was with mm. and they'd, they'd just fucking know they, yeah. they'd just fucking know and if they don't agree with you they're lying they're lying come on please don't be watch the episode ridiculous. and try yeah. to disagree with us <laughs> You can't. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be a highlight for me. And I mean, it has to be a highlight because it keeps coming back. So yeah. how couldn't it be a highlight? And it's just fact. Homer is a daddy with a king booty. <laughs> well, Come Homer on. is a daddy with a king Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. Let's not be I ridiculous. Think, like, in the show then, another one. that Like, that's, that's for, like, for you and me kind of like mm. riffing about it was so much fun. Yes. Uh, I think like for the show, the introduction of, of, of uh, in Marge Lumber Jill of mm. like, yeah, the, the, the kind of question mark on, on Marge's sexuality a little bit was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I think so, you know? Mm. Even though, obviously, like, she was still heterosexual by the end of the episode, it was still, she still lived for a month with another woman, and it was it was kind of put into question. She explored, she at least, yeah. yeah, yeah. Experimented, the uh, romanticized the idea in her head somewhat. Yeah, mm. so very interesting. I also loved the Lumberjill song, because I'm a sucker so for good. weird comedy songs, oh, yeah. What was the name of that, that the person who... Lumberjill. Yeah. Chop chop, oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Roll, roll, roll the cards. I want to really quick so actually great. like say who 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 wrote that song. <laughs> Yours in credit. Yeah, I think they deserve a. That's fair. A, a, shout. a shout out. Is she kind of an obscure artist? Obviously not that obscure because she's a song for The Simpsons, but she, I, I don't think she. I don't think she's like a huge. Uh, like I looked up online. Um, mm. uh, let me find. Written and Lumberjill written and performed by Jill Sobul. Oh. Give us some love on. Uh, Give her some love on YouTube and Spotify. And what, yeah, and Spotify and whatnot. Have you listened to her music? Is it good? Uh, a little bit, a little mm. bit. Cool. I couldn't find a original audio of that song though. Weirdly enough. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You can find it in our episode. Yeah, I have, I have, I have it there. Yeah, you can save it. Maybe I'll share the Instagram or something. And um, so, yes, yeah, thank you very much, Jordan and mm. Chloe, for those questions. And now we have a bunch of questions from Kevin Guilford, the course. Oh, fantastic! And uh, as Kelby Guilfoyle does. They're deep and long. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so are they all about The Simpsons? Uh, two about The Simpsons, two yeah. are not. Okay. So the first one is, does big shows like The Simpsons being animated and create a scourgy art form in the States where the show is produced? And does it lower jobs for upcoming animators and most animated shows are created by animators, but since mass exit, has this show, has this impacted the quality at all? And just, what's your general thoughts on it? Hit me. With my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, fucking big question there, Kelby. Um, to reread that. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's long. Yeah, yeah. Read read through it, and I'll state all my opinions. Um, so Acom Productions, the 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 team that animated the show in Korea. Um, I know from Mike Reese's book, who's a longtime writer in The Simpsons, that they are not. They don't run like a sweatshop, which is the assumption that people make. I don't know what it's like for other shows, but that's not important. I I, I don't know. And it, we're only talking about The Simpsons here anyway. Um, but my reason to say that they visited in, in the past, and it, it's a proper anima animation studio where they have cubicles and plenty of space, and they have nine-to-five shifts. So I don't mind the show being animated in Korea personally. And I know the complaint a lot of people make as well is that um, for a lot of those shows that the animation quality takes a dip because it's done in Korea and it's all done very fast and stuff like that. 
But I know for a fact that The Simpsons is still done in a very traditional, old-fashioned way, where that the animators in America animate the show first. Mm. Um, so like they, they do like the rough sketches, but then they send it to Korea for them to clean it up. Um, so they, they they do like like that's how it would have been done for like um, Snow White and like like di- like the old-fashioned Disney movies. Like a very traditional, old-fashioned way of doing to the animation. So my general opinion of that is I understand the complaint and I can't see that being an issue in other shows because um you can you, you can see like in in background sometimes the characters are just staying still not moving or blinking or anything or even reacting to what's happening but that's not the case with the simpsons there, there's always life in every scene and i think that mm. that show is because the show is made in it's it, it roughly made in america and then cleaned up by the koreans um so for that reason, it wouldn't be it would be taking away any jobs for American animators in terms of how the Simpsons run it anyway. In terms of other shows, I'm not as aware. I'm not as familiar. So you uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> that's my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I no actually that's all that's all new information for me. It's, yeah, so uh, there you go. That's a overload. <clears throat> that's all I know about it. And yeah, yeah as much as I can <clears throat> say, as much as I can say in the matter. So the next question from Kelby is, um, do you think the show would be as successful if the characters were white instead of yellow? Um, like probably. Yeah, know? very interesting question. Um, I do know that like a a, a big reason why Macarena came up with the idea of making the characters yellow is because when you're flicking through your, if you're flicking through the channels, which is what people would have done back in the late eighties mm. when the show came out, it, re- it really stands out. Like it, it doesn't look yeah. like anything oh, else. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, is very yeah. fair, but like in terms of that question, I would read, I would read into like you're saying, like would would the show still be successful in terms of the writing quality and everything? I think absolutely. Yeah, it it would still hold up even if the characters were white. Then, but that being said, of course, them being yellow is a thing that makes it unique and wonderful. And the argument there would be any any sure movie ever. One one of the most unique parts of it. Yeah, are usually the reasons why they are so popular and why they stood the test of time so I suppose what, what, what you gotta work you know out I mean? is, is that first period is that mm. first period is them being yellow something that garnered them it had to have been something that caught people's attention yeah yes. it's a thing it, yes is, is, is like it, it's whether working out whether that was kind of what what uh, uh, got them established or not yeah. I think would be I, th- I, I, I don't think so I, I, I think, think I think people writing lo- quality and, the, yeah. the writing quality and it, it was the first ever cartoon animated show written for adults so that really drew people's interest yeah sure yeah totally yeah so I, I of course I do think that them being yellow is a very unique thing that definitely drew, drew people's attentions but I do what, what Kelby wants me to say is that I don't think it would have been successful without them being yellow and I, I'm not going to say that <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that stance I'll, ta- I'll just just to play the other side I don't think so I think uh, yeah. I think the yellow is the selling point <laughs> I don't think it would have only... sold no. it doesn't make sense if they're not yellow you know they talk about yeah. being yellow every episode mm. you know they make big big assertions they, yeah <laughs> 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 it wouldn't work. It wouldn't really make sense. Would you watch TV if the no no yellow? No, I don't Come think on. so. Let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, that's my answer to that question. And then the other two are a little a little sillier, a little fun. Okay. Um, if you had one day left on the planet, would you butter each other's bodies up and make super sweet love while eating potato cakes? Wow. Yeah. Dang. I mean, probably what, right. I mean, not before reading this question mm, but yeah, now yeah. it's been how do you say you it you can't unsay it now, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so you're saying uh, that if there is a po- if there ever is an apocalypse that we will um, butter each butter other, each other up, up and, and, and make sweet love to each other and, while eating and, potato cakes yeah, yeah. get the king booties out nice fair sure, sure, yeah. where would we get the potato cakes though Probably just do a little shop in Tesco before do a little shop everything yeah. but if it's <laughs> if it explodes if it's end of days yeah but you always have yeah. like potato cakes on display yeah, 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 but would everyone still be working if it, you know, apocalypse time? Yeah, but you know, you're always getting potato cakes. Like, I'm sure you'll have some left yeah. over. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we get Kel. I mean, Kelby's the one put it, putting it out there. Maybe you, you could, could make su- it for supply us. the potato cakes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it, 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 it'd be the, the last day on Earth, so we. I think we'd finally like put aside all the sexual tension between <laughs> us and just fucking do it. <laughs> like, you finally, know. just fucking yeah, just, just do it. We could as well if we had enough butter, we could look like the Simpsons when we were doing it. Perfect, yeah, <laughs> great because the Simpsons are yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, see, it all connects. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, really did. Nice one, Kelby. I think we're accomplishing Kelby's fanfic here. Here we go. Yeah, I hope you're happy. <laughs> and then the final question: Sexy Kelby or silly Kelby? 
Sexy Kelby or Silly Kelby? Yeah, that's the final oh. question. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang. That's hard. Mm. That's a difficult one. I'm going to have to say Silly Kelby because if I was to say Sexy Kelby, that'd be kind of weird because that's like me saying that I prefer you when you're trying to be attractive over like you being funny. Like our friendship is us just goofing around all the time. So if I was to say Sexy Kelly over you and me just having a laugh that's kind of weird and I, I couldn't say sexy Kelly because whenever you whenever you are trying to be sexy it gives me weird feelings I don't want to talk about yeah I'm gonna say sexy Kelly jeez whoa <laughs> thank Pref- you preferably a little bit of both though you know, yeah, yeah I, I mean that's the balance no it's like a bit of variety yeah, yeah why not I mean? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that very Simpsons related question. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I did say the that butter. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I did say they could be Simpsons or non-Simpsons related because we, we, you know, we, we we do a bit of everything here in this podcast. Pretty versatile. Yeah. yeah. So th- thank you all so much for your questions, Chloe, Jordan, and Kelby. I probably, probably I, I don't think we'll do this in the very next episode, but we'll do it again some more in the future. I think it's good fun. It's nice yeah, to it's cool. touch yeah. base with the fans. Yeah. You know, as our community grows, we'll be swamped with questions next time we do it. But. Uh, Thank you, as always. Uh, this was a really, really fun one. Fantastic episode. And, yeah, just good fun all around. Yeah. Any final words before we fun. go? Yeah, love um, this. You know, like I said, we're versatile. <laughs> Let's finish it there. But Dylan's a top. Yeah. <laughs>